What up? What up? What's going on today? Man, it's Tuesday and it's your boy Daydrin. I'm by myself. I'm going to talk about my boy in a minute, but welcome to the Unfiltered Sportsman Podcast. It's your boy Daydrin again. I'm by myself. It's Tuesday and a lot to talk about today, but I'm going to try to be quick about it. If that, if I could ever do that, because I can, I can talk all day. Um, first off, let me say um, we got a finals that's coming on tonight. Game six, will the Bucks win, or will the Suns force a game seven? Who knows? What we do know is that next week, if the, the if the Lord delays His coming, um, we're we're gonna have a world champion. By, by 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 this evening or Thursday or Friday, whenever the next time they play. They've been trying to spread it out. I hope there is a game seven, though. I mean, why not put it all on the line? I wish, like, for game seven, they could be, like, at a neutral site. So there's, like, no excuse. And, like, have, a, have the fans, you know, blend in. But, you know, that's that's my thing. But that's, that's why you win the games during the season to get home court advantage. Right now, the books have the advantage. All right, so a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about this Space Jam 2 movie. And obviously, it's a lot of hate on the movie. Also, we're going to talk about um, um, us as black people. Well, not me personally, but us as black people are upset that Naomi Osaka chose to represent Japan instead of America because she's black. I think that's stupid. But I'm going to get into that also. You know, we got baseball for the first time ever. It's going to be an all-woman uh, broadcast. I'm going to get into that as well. So much other stuff that's going on. And so we're going to get started. No music today because, you know, Steven, I'm going to talk about him now. Let's get it out the way. So Steven, my boy, my brother from another mother, told me at the last minute, which is fine. I'm I'm joking. I'm not upset, really, that... um. His wife, uh, his wife's job got them tickets to go to uh, Florida. He was like, guess where I'm at, bro? And I'm like, where you at? I'm at Disney World. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I'm thinking like, okay, well, when y'all leaving? We already here. What? Why you just say, hey, man, I ain't gonna be able to do the show today because, you know, we in Florida. I'm like, cool. But I'm like, you're fired. That's what I say to people when... You know, I'll be like, a oh, word, that's how you feel? You're fired. No, I'm not like the artist formerly known as Orange. I'm be like, you're fired. You know, no, I don't, I don't care. So, weekend recap. Um, Not a, not a whole lot going on, really, from my end. So, I went to work, went to church, taught children's church. Um, first in person with, a, uh, with the children. And we talked about, um, in the Bible... For the people who read their Bible, it's in the book of Numbers where God gave the ability, gave the donkey the ability to talk. And so it was pretty interesting to see, like, I mean, and I've read the story before, so it's not for me. But for me, when I read the Bible, I have to make it come alive. So I have to make it come alive for the children because I'm teaching ages between four to ten with well, me and my wife, I should say, teaching ages between four, four and ten. And, you know, you want them to be involved. You want them to, you know, be like, hey, you know, this is what happened. So 
I did a female voice of a donkey because it was a female donkey, not a male donkey. If it was a male donkey, I probably would have gave this Texas country, this Texas country accent. But like, look here, sir. So they liked it. They enjoyed it. It was funny. Um, other than that, that's how my weekend went. Steven is in Florida, so we know how his weekend is going and his week so far. So, all right, let's get into it. Space Jam 2, A New Legacy. Reviews, all right. So my review is this. And if you haven't seen it, you should see it. And if you're watching this or you plan on watching this, I'm going to spoil it for you. I don't care. You had the weekend to watch it. Everybody don't work on the weekend, so most people don't work on the weekends unless they're working from home. Anyway, so so the movie I thought was, you know, what it was going to be. Kind of the same thing uh, from the first one. You know, we just had LeBron James instead of Michael Jordan. And a, a lot of negativity because, oh, it's not better than the first one. Or Jordan did better, did this and that. And I'm like, mm, the first... Space Jam was not the greatest either. But we, as adults, because we're adults now, are looking at a movie that was intended for children. When the first one came out, this was 95, 96. And, you know, when it came out, you know, I think 95, 96, I was like 12, 13. (laughs) So it was enjoyable for me at that time. Now, as an adult, as a parent, watching movies like that, you kind of have to look at it from a different perspective, right? So... In, in the first one, because I got to break it down. So the first one was just, you know, Jordan going to play baseball and, you know, he wanted to take his talent somewhere else. Didn't, didn't do that good at baseball. He never made it past double A or single A ball or wherever he was. I don't know, maybe he played triple A too. Who knows? But nonetheless, he, I mean, he didn't make it to the majors. He didn't make it on the White Sox team. He played for the Birmingham Barons or something like that. Anyway, and it was never, like, it was never a teaching moment other than him going back to play basketball. Now, let's compare the villains. So, the Goon Squad, or the Monstars, I should say, had Patrick Ewan, Larry Johnson, Sean Bradley, Muggsy Bogues, and Charles Barkley. Right now, let's compare to the Goon Squad. You had Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson, Anthony Davis, Deanna Taurasi. Uh, was it? I think it was Shamiqua Agumake, the older sister. Um, in it, and I think Draymond Green. I don't know if he was an actual villain, but I think he was like in the movie. I mean, if you compare players like Patrick Ewan, really? <laughs> Larry Johnson, a.k.a. Grandmama? Mm. You know, Sean Bradley? He's known for getting dunked on by T-Mac. And I'll never forget that what happened in 2004. Anyway, so then people pulled up the stats from the game. Like it's a movie. No one's comparing stats. It was it was always going to end in the the team Space Jam was going to win by a point. That's usually how it goes. So people are pulling up stats and things like that. But the difference between this Space Jam that just came out versus the other one, there were life lessons for 
for parents to take into that parents listen to your children. That's, that's basically what it boils down to. Parents listen to your children. Because, you know, the, the, the plans that we have for our children may not be the plans that they want. Or may not be the plans God has for them as well. But you have to allow children to be themselves and learn what it is that they like to do. So, I thought it was a good movie. And I, and I looked at it, not from my perspective, but from a child's perspective. And as well as, well, what is the lesson in it? You know, and for me, the lesson was allow your children to be who they are. They're going to make mistakes. Shoot, as, as when we were children coming up, we made mistakes. Some of us are still paying for them now. It is what it is. So, all right, let's get into, so I thought it was good. I thought it was better than the first one. Now, I will say this, though. LeBron is not a good actor. Let's just call a spade a spade. Um, that That's just what it is. He He's not a good actor. And, you know, but there's no knock on him because he's not a good actor. I mean, just take some practice. That's all. Because a lot, I mean, a lot can be said that Jordan is not a good actor either, but, you know, everybody's on this. Jordan is the greatest of all time. That's debatable. And I, even, even this weekend, I, when I went to the barbershop, they were, uh, I, I said something just to be funny, but they gave me this look like, like you got to leave the barbershop with that, with that nonsense. So what I said in the barbershop was, I said, you, you're comparing a baseball player to the greatest of all time. And I said that in, in the sense of, because Michael Jordan was a baseball player. He wasn't a basketball player. They looked at me, was like, we're going to plug your hair. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Not that my hair is plugged now because I have a hat on. You can't tell anyway. But I do have a haircut, fresh haircut. So I was like, I'm joking. Don't take it serious. I'm joking. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so again, Space Jam 2 was good. And you can't, as an adult, you can't look at it from your perspective. The movie was meant for children. And it's also meant for I think teenagers to, you know, whatever path you decide to choose, choose it, you know, and as parents, we need to listen to our children, but that's something we should know anyway. You know, we, we don't want to be like our parents or grandparents who told us to be quiet, shut up, don't do this, don't do that, go to your room, all that other stuff. You know, we can't be those type, type of parents because now you're, now as adults, we don't know how to vent, we don't know how to vent to people because we were told to shut down or keep it in or keep it to ourselves or we got hit in the mouth for whatever reason. All right. Fire sheriff deputy is sentenced to only 12 years for planting drugs on innocent people. No surprise there. Why he only get 12 years. He Now my thing is how long has he been doing this? Because you're trying to catch people doing something they have no business doing or, or you're trying to, trying to stack your case because you wanted to, you know, be big or whatever. And yeah, you make yourself look bad, make yourself look real bad, but you know, it is what it is. So tough break. I don't feel bad for him. I hope he does all 12 years. Now this next story, um, a black woman 
is being charged with a hate crime for defacing a back the blue sign in front of a police officer. Um, back the blue is similar to the Black Lives Matter type of thing, right? I'm not Black Lives, Blue Lives Matter. So these guys, I'm assuming they were colonizers or white or whatever you want to call them. They they come to, well, protesters were promoting Black Lives Matter or whatever. Now they came to where they were and, you know, doing what they do. So she defaced the back to blue. Like, why are we backing the police when they are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, protecting and serving, not, you know, shooting first, asking questions later? That's my take. You know, now me, I'm say this now, right now I have on a t-shirt. Um, I have two cousins on my wife's side of the family that are police officers. I know police officers as well. No sheriffs, whatever you want to name it. I know, I know some. However, saying blue lives matter, it's not a real thing. It's, it's never been a real thing. Blue lives don't matter. What, what is a blue life? Show me somebody that's blue, that, that looks blue. And, and let's have a conversation about it because blue lives don't matter. I mean, you're like, as humans, yes, we all matter, right? But it, it seems to be something that that we, we, we take for granted of. Let's say, for instance, the, the neighborhood I'm in, if the house on the end of the street is on fire, I'm not going to say, you know, all houses matter, but that house is on fire. And if I'm yelling all houses matter, what can I do to help put that fire out? That's very counterproductive. So, I'm not gonna take the shirt off because you know I don't want y'all to see my muscles. Anyway, um, moving on. I know that might, might get a laugh out of my wife. Uh, she know I ain't got no muscles. Um, but this woman that's being charged, I don't think she should be charged. She didn't do anything wrong because blue lives matter is not a real thing, or back to blue is not a real thing, in my opinion, because. You put on a uniform, and once you take it off, you are the color that you are. Sorry, not sorry. Also, Jersey man caught in a racist tirade. Judge called him a danger to the community. I think the post, I think the judge had him put in jail to protect him. Because we've seen what happened, I believe it was in St. Louis. I can't remember what city or state it was in where... Um, a guy was messing with this kid in the neighborhood that lived in the neighborhood and all of a sudden you have like a hundred black people at his front door and he don't want to come outside or his wife. Excuse me. So, you know, like don't, don't, don't come for us. Like, especially don't come for our children. They live in the neighborhood. They have a right to live where they want to live. Us as people, we have a right to live where we want to live can't tell us well we can't live here we don't belong here no you don't belong here sorry not sorry <sighs> moving on naomi osaka gets backlash for choosing to represent japan over usa does it matter does it matter i'm i'm just like i i have to know like someone so can someone answer that for me does it matter what country she represents don't care I really don't care what 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 she represents. She rep she chose what she chose, and that's that. 
accept it. Can't get mad because that's what she chose. She's half Japan, a part uh, Japanese, whatever you want to call it. That is that that is that is her choice. We cannot decide. I mean, we're not doing the same thing for I'm trying to see who else. Who can we say like? I'm just say Andrew Wiggins, right? Because he he's Canadian, and why he not playing for USA? Why is he playing for Canada? That's his choice. People want to play for their country. Can't get mad at that. Miss me with that. Um, let's see. The LAPD draws guns on a couple who refused medical treatment after having a baby. So what happened in this situation, obviously it's in California because the LAPD. And um, they, you know, they, they wanted a, a home birth or whatever you want to call it with a doula or a midwife. To you know, deliver the baby. So, ambulance take him to the hospital, and the couple is like, "No, nah, we don't, we don't, we don't want any treatment or anything. We just want to go, go back home." So the doctors or nurses or whoever at the hospital start getting routed with this couple. So the couple leaves, and the couple get home, and now obviously it's a black couple. Um, get home. And guns are drawn on them after they just given after they just had a baby. Now, how traumatizing is that? Like, the people at the hospital are the ones who got frustrated, belligerent, whatever you insert whatever word you want to enter at this couple because they didn't want their services. That's their choice. Like, I can never seem to understand how everybody seems to know what's best for everybody. And yet, because they refuse, you know, that, that makes them less than or they, they don't know what's best. Well, they, they had made the option. They did their research and did whatever they wanted to do. Prime example, I'll give an example. I would never force Christianity on anybody. If you choose a religion, great. I hope it works out for you. But remember, every, every religion is flawed. That's why people have religions. Because they don't want to follow the totality of Christ. But I'm never going to say, oh, and I, I probably said it in the past, whatever, but I'm not saying it now because I read more. I'm understanding more. People choose what they want to choose. That's their life. But I'm never going to tell someone, oh, choose Christianity because it's the best. No, find out what it is you want to do. And it's, it's up to me to live my life as, as the example. You know, so. I'm never going to tell someone, oh, you got to do this, you know, because I've run into people who practice different religions and they've always shown shown me their flaws or that, that they're flawed or they show me that it's a reason why I'm sticking with Christianity. Now, mind you, I'm, I've seen if I'll show we all have seen that's that scripture. That's Romans, I believe, what, five, no, three, twenty three. All have seen the falling short of the glory of God. So, again, th their choice was to not have anything to do with the hospital and the medical staff or whatever. That's their choice. They'll figure it out. Let it be. All right. Baltimore officer and his sergeant are being charged for assaulting and threatening the team and abusing power. This has been going on for, I don't know, since 1492. Probably before that. Actually, it has been going on before that. 
<laughs> just just read the Bible. People have been abusing power for the longest. Prime example, David. David in the Bible abused his power. Give y'all give y'all a black history moment. So David, and we, we all know the story about David and Bathsheba, right? People who read their Bible. Uh so we know that David took another man's wife. And again, because you know, people don't people don't really read their Bibles other than when the pastor's preaching it to them and they give this 40 minute sermon about, you know, what is the Bathsheba in your life or whatever the case may be or something like that. Some of that nature, like, and just to get to, he died on the cross and early he got up with all power in his hands. Jesus died, of course. Um, so you hear the story about David, you know, he's, he's the king now. King Saul is dead and, you know, he does all these great things as a king. So he decides that he wants another man's wife which David already has a couple of wives as it is, but you know, got to have more, right? No. So David sleeps with um, Uriah, Uriah's uh, wife, Bathsheba. She ends up pregnant. So now David calls Uriah back like, Hey bro, go ahead and spend time with your wife. Uriah was like, no, nah, I got to fight. We got, we got this stuff to do, bro. You know, got to break it down for y'all. Got we got we got this fight going on. We got to do this. We got to do that, bro. So Uriah was like, "No, I can't do it." So now David has devised a plan to send him out to the to the heaviest of battles. And I'm paraphrasing. I'm not saying it verbatim, but it's 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 in the Bible. I wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't. Um, so he so David, yeah, so David sends him out to the fiercest battle to have Uriah killed. And Uriah gets killed, and now David marries Bathsheba. Now, mind you, during the time, the kings were supposed to be out fighting battles. King David was at home. And it even says in the Bible how Bathsheba had just finished her, her, um, her menstrual cycle period. The, the time frame, the week, you know, of, of purification and things like that as well. So, so... How does David know this stuff? Like, I have so many questions as it pertains to that story. Like, how does David know, or or why was that inserted in the Bible to begin with? Like, so many questions, right? And you know, Bathsheba's going to take a bath, you know, and David is just walk, you know, walking in his palace, and he's like, "Oh, oh my, ooh, he shouty, hey shouty, it ain't my birthday, but it can't be today, you know." Nah, I'm just playing. I'm making that up. But no, but he did. He was at in his palace. And he see her taking a bath. And he, and you know, Bathsheba was a very attractive woman. I'm trying to see who, who would be a modern day Bathsheba. And I'm not saying that this person is, but guys are attracted to, I'd probably say Megan Good as an example. Just throwing her out there. Not saying that she's a Bathsheba, but just giving an example of guys like, wee. So that happened. And. David ended up marrying her. So Nathan, the prophet, tells him a story, tells David a story about um, working in the field and one guy having this one donkey or horse or cow, whatever. I'm paraphrasing, but I do know the story. And 
this person wanted that person's animal. And David was like, who would do such a thing? That person deserved this. David said, oh, so you've been a hypocrite right now, bro? Because the story is about you. And so, bam, David had to, you know, they had a baby and the baby died. And there was nothing David could do. He did all the pleading, crying, fasting, doing whatever. And when the baby died, David just, well, sure, ain't nothing I can do now. Moved on, but he didn't, he, him and Bathsheba ended up having another son named Solomon, and we know his story, too. He had a 1,000 wives, 700 wives, 300 concubines, but that's a 1,000 women. I can barely please one woman, let alone a 1,000. A 1,000? It's too many. It's too many. Moving on. That, that's y'all black history moment for the day. Baltimore officer, and oh, I said that already. Um, U.S. gymnast catches COVID days before opening ceremony. They actually been talking about canceling the whole Olympics because of the spike in COVID. Um, it's a lot. You know, this Delta variant that's going around, um, it's catching people by surprise because people think that we're relaxed now when all of a sudden, you know, we can, you know, we can not have our mask on. Now, I'm guilty of not wearing my mask, but I have a mask with me at all times because, there are some places that may require you to wear a mask. So carry a mask with me. Now don't have COVID or anything like that. Praise God. Praise God. When you're by yourself, got to take a pause to drink some water because I could talk all day, you know? So I saw this post and the guy says, being a single mother should be a shame and not an honor. Mm. Now, this can go a number of ways. So if you look at it, and I'm looking at it from different perspectives, right? So if you look at it from the perspective of, let's say, give an example. Let's say one, a woman is married to her husband. He dies. Now she's a single mother. And yes, she's probably done things the right way. And yet, you know, she loses her husband for whatever reason. Got killed. Cancer, heart attack, stroke, number of things. Um, a, a number of things. Um, was having surgery, died on the table. Like a number of things could have happened. And so, in a sense, I believe he's partially right, but he's not completely right. Here's why I say because of the the stuff I just gave. Like you have a lot of women who get married to guys that are in the military, and he dies in combat. Well, she's a single mother now. She's a widow and a single mother if they have children. So now she has to try to do this thing on her own. That, that We can't fault her for that because of circumstances that, that, that was out of her control. Now, we'll say this, though. If you're not married and you're out here having babies and you're thinking, you know, this is something that you should be a part of for, then shame on you. Then you're then you giving this guy a valid comment to say, about being a single mother is should be it should be a shame and not an honor because you're out here making babies and you expecting this this guy and that guy to take care of your children like no shouldn't have to he's not obligated to but this is why you should wait till you get married you should always wait till you get married I believe in that it worked out for me I have three beautiful children so ain't no shame in that.
Um, but if women just out here because they want to follow what everyone else is doing and not, not realizing that you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, one of the powerful things I've heard was an unplanned pregnancy is the beginning of poverty. I believe that's true because you want to have sex, but you want the responsibility of the consequences that come with it. And the two things you can't return as it pertains to, or, 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 you know, that you can't return or you can't give back is a baby and a STD that doesn't get talked about all the time. And I've said this before, a spiritually transmitted demon, spiritually transmitted demon. That soul tie is a, it's a bad mama jamma. And it takes a lot of praying and fasting to get that all, all off of you. I promise. It takes all of that to get off of you. Um, Capital Rider gets eight months in prison. I mean, this is on his first felony charge for the, January, for the January 6th riot. Only eight months? Like, I've seen people who, who've done less get more time. But, you know, it's because of our skin color. You know, if you look like this, you know, you're going to get <laughs> the book thrown at you. But if you look like this, oh, jelly be too harsh for him. Doesn't make sense to me. All right. Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. I didn't mention this in the beginning, but I'm going to talk about it. Talk about Dwayne Haskins as well. And I'm going to talk about ESPN and how they've been real quiet. I, AKA Molly Karam. So Richard Sherman um, got a lot going on. We don't know what's going on internally with him. We can only go by what we've seen. I don't know if you've seen the videos of him banging his um, father-in-law's door, you know, and what you hear, I don't have a sound bite to it. Probably won't ever play a sound bite to it. Um, his children, children screaming. And he like, you, you can see it in his face. There's something that's going on internally that's not being discussed. Now, we don't know, like, unless you play football and, you know, that edge or whatever, you know, like, stays there. And it, it doesn't matter if you played high school, college, professionally, even semi-pro. You know, sometimes you have that itch to where, like, you, you want to do something to not, not, not necessarily harm somebody, but you want to hit something. And he was under the influence um, as far as alcohol go. I don't know if he's taking prescription drugs, but there are football players who probably take pres prescription drugs because of the pain that they go through throughout the season. Now, Richard Sherman has been in the league for, what, almost 10 years now, if not 10 years. But he's been, but he's been playing college ball. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot that goes into it. So, I really hope he gets the help that he needs. I will say that. I, I hope he gets the help he needs because we don't want to see good people like him make one mistake and their, their whole career is shot, i.e. Ray Rice. He made one mistake and people have judged him for it. He made one mistake and then on top of that, his fiance then at the time didn't press charges and they still got married. And y'all are saying that he's stupid, she's stupid, or whatever. And I'm like, but that ain't your situation because you're doing less 
Never mind. I'm not gonna get into that. I'm not gonna even get it. I'm not even bother that because I don't want to offend nobody. Um, but Richard Sherman's situation, like, like for me, I, I saw his eyes told a different story as far as it pertains to there is something going on internally that that he needs to address. And even his wife says she's willing to get him the help that he needs. That's what a wife is supposed to do. And it works vice versa, too. A husband's supposed to help his wife. Wife's supposed to help, help her husband get better or where they're weak at, help them be stronger. So, Sherry Shepard came out and said that friends, the show Friends, lack diversity. Um... I was never really into friends like that, you know, and it had nothing to do with the 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 color of people's skin. It was just more for me, like I watch other shows because it was relatable to me. Like I grew up watching Family Matters, Fresh Prince, Cosby Show, um, Martin, and but you know, these shows lack diversity as well. But, you know, for me, like some of those shows you shouldn't even been watching. Um, I grew up on Family Matters and Fresh Prince. That those are shows I grew up on because it helped mold me into probably the man that I am. Like because I didn't have a father in my uh, in my life. I mean, yeah, I had my grandfather, I had uncles, but it's not the same. So I grew up trying to wanting to be like Philip Banks or Carl Winslow. And hoping that one day I don't, you know, like I want to give my children life, le- you know, life lessons that, you know, hey, if you want to do X, Y, and Z, you got to do A, B, and C first. Like it just, just doesn't happen overnight. You know, even with my oldest daughter, you know, she's very talented. She's very gifted. And she has to understand that everything not just going to fall in your lap. You got to put that work in. Because everybody want to be famous, don't nobody want to put the work in. Or everybody want a blessing, but don't nobody want to <laughs> sacrifice <laughs> or serve. <laughs> That's for another conversation. Don't nobody want to hear that, though. Don't nobody want to hear that. So, I mean, I'll watch Friends. Like, I mean, I don't have an issue with the show. I mean, I think it's funny. Some of the stuff that goes on is pretty funny. But... It, it was never one of those shows that, who excuse me, that I just like, oh, I got to watch Friends. Like, oh, my gosh, let's watch Friends. Like, no, it was never like that. I mean, but it was like that for any other TV show. Now, maybe now some of these shows I kind of get into that, you know, that didn't pique my interest. Like, I like watching All Rise because you, you kind of get a look into the courtroom and what judges, lawyers go through now. I will never ever be a lawyer, never ever be a judge, will never ever be a cop. Just those three jobs is, is, is not beneficial for me. So, um, moving on. Man, can y'all please stop posting our cash app info? We know it's your birthday. And we know that, I'm, I know I may get talked about for saying it, or it may, I may get called, I'm hating. I'm not hating. I don't care. Like for my birthday, you'll never see me post. This my cash app. Send your boy some money. No. Or sow a seed. No, I'm not doing that. If you feel it in your heart, you want to bless me with something. Great. That's great. If not, I'm not going to lose no sleep over it. 
shoot, I don't even. Well, my wife, my wife doesn't do it either. I'm like, I think that's that's reaching for me. And that's my opinion. Again, this does not mean I'm a hater. This does not mean that that I'm, you know, frowning upon or judge anything like that. No one cares. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. Move on. I, I pray that you have many more blessings on your birthday. But this cash up, y'all putting your cash up info on your birthdays, gotta stop. Like we 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 grown, we too grown for that. Cause you want you want to turn up for the one time, or you want to take over for the nine nine and two thousand, and it's twenty twenty one. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, all right. This big topic, um, I'm gonna discuss. I'm gonna drink some water for this. But first off, let me say, uh, rest in peace to Biz Marquis. No, B-Box legend, him and, um, what's the other guy's name? Dougie Fresh, yeah, the, the B-Box Kings, and, uh, oh, baby, you, I'm not gonna sing it, you got what I need, you say she just a friend, um, rest in peace to Biz Marquis, I remember him on Men in Black 2, that was a pretty cool scene, to see him and Will Smith B-Boxing, Anyway, so this next topic, and I didn't mention it, but I'm mentioning it now, church dress code. This is going to be good. Buckle your seatbelts. Church dress code for the believers and non-believers. Let's address it. Let's address it. Church dress code. Now, so this comes from, um, I was listening to Engine Radio. Um, that's, one, that's probably the only station I listen to other than ESPN Radio. Or, um, not KSBJ. What's the one? Um, anyway, it, it, it's like 105.7, but I usually listen to it to listen to uh, Dr. Tony Evans. So, those are like the major stations I listen to, but it's mostly engine. And so, um, Sunday morning, we were on our, we were getting ready to leave to go to church or on our way to church. And the question, um, from the Christian rapper 1K Few, um, he was supposedly kicked out of church because of his dress code. I think he had like some shorts or whatever or something like that. I don't know the full detail of it. And my wife wanted me to call in. I said, nope, I'm not calling in. You want to know why I'm not calling in? I said, because if I call in, they probably going to edit my comment and they're not going to say the full thing. Because I'm going to be very transparent with that. So I sent the text. You know, and obviously they didn't respond back because, you know, see, a lot of these radio stations and is and and is and there's no knock on any radio station. That's why people have podcasts. It's no knock on any radio station, but if you're only going to, especially if it's fun crowd, uh, crowd funded, engine radio like they did, uh, we as people pay to keep the, the station going so i mean this pay 30 dollars a month i'm a pogo homie power one give one or whatever that, that's what it's called whatever so i pay to listen to it pay to give comments or whatever and you know sometimes my comment may not always get get displayed do i get upset about it no that's why i created a podcast so i can say what i want and people and people can be offended by it, but oh well, be offended. So, one K few 
um, you know, came out and said, this is why people don't go to church or, you know, church is supposed to be this, church is supposed to be that, and people are judging. Well, so my comment was, if 1K Fuel is betraying himself as a Christian or as a believer, he should know better. Right? He should know better. Like, you, you, you should be able to dress appropriately. Now, no one's saying you got to wear suits. No one's saying you got to wear suits. I've kind of gotten away from wearing suits, mainly because I can't feel them. Got to lose some weight. I'm a big boy. I'm in a 300 club. Got to gotta get it. Got to get down. Got to get under 300. But I, I still wear jeans and a button down or a polo shirt or even a T-shirt that represent who Christ is in my life. I got quite a few T-shirts that represent, you know, you know, Christ is ahead of my life or whatever. I'm always representing, but where can wear some jeans, wear some, some dickies, you know, you ain't got to wear shorts. I mean, now I may wear shorts like on a Thursday night service or a Wednesday night service because, you know, I'm, a, it's a little more relaxed, but on Sundays, I mean, it, it's a rarity that I may wear shorts to church. It's a rarity, but nonetheless, if you're a believer, like you, you should know to dress appropriate now. I wanted to use scripture to back up my comment, right? So I believe it's first Timothy two and nine with now. Now, as I'm quoting it, not verbatim, but as it's reading, it's, it's saying that women should be modest in their appearance and not draw attention to themselves by the way that they dress and their hair and all the stuff like that. Here's my take. I believe this should apply to men as well because the Bible is not just, based on for one gender to do one thing and the other gender not to do anything. For, and then that's just for me. So just like we want our women, you know, who are believers, and I got I to gotta, I gotta go to the people who are believers or profess themselves to be Christians to understand that being modest in your appearance means dressing appropriately, especially if you're a believer. Like, you, you can't bring others to Christ and you're not setting an example, or as I say, being a product of your environment. You know, my, my, my environment doesn't invite anybody to come into my in, into my environment. So with that being said, you know, you, you can go into the house of the Lord, you know, dress appropriately. Whether it's jeans and a t-shirt, polo, whatever, it doesn't have to be a suit. Again, it does not have to be a suit. No one's making you, hey, you got to wear a suit to this church. If the church is saying you have to wear a suit, then I would do away with it because I'm pretty sure whoever the preacher is or whoever's in that church is talking about something that's faulted that's, that, that's actually not being discussed in church. Yeah, I said it. They're probably talking about something that's, that, that is a watered down sermon or that is a, you know, sugar coated, spring, spring some of this on them to, to get them. Hey, hey, glory. You better preach pastor. No, talk, talk about something that's going to save my soul. Talk, talk about somewhere where if I'm jacked up, you know, tell me I'm jacked up and, and how can I get better? Now, this is for the Christians, believers who profess to be Christians. Now, non-believers don't care. If that's all you got and you coming into the church, you know, for I'm saying for me, I'm not going to treat you any different. Because there's no need to treat you any different. Um, but back to these believers, right? And I'm giving an example. So my wife, I, I've 
came into this mindset, like even when we got together, was that that she should wear a dress or a skirt at least to her knees. She didn't like it. She didn't agree with it. But I'm like, you know, you want to, you know, it's, it's, it's my job to protect you at, at, at all costs. I said, and, and even still, bring something to cover to go over, like, past your legs so, you know, you know, no one, no one can try to wonder what's under your dress. Right? And then this is for the believers. I'm, again, I'm talking back to the believers again. And she didn't agree with it. But she got on board with it. My oldest daughter's the same way. She's on board with it. Like, I'm going to be the same way with uh, Robin. Like, and I'm going to teach my son the same way. If you get with a girl, she chooses not to, you know, keep her, keep her legs closed. And I'm not saying, like, keep her legs closed. But I'm saying, like, to wear something to cover her legs so no no man, boy, can look up under what she got on. I don't care how short the skirt is. Like, have something to cover up because it's it's a man's job to maintain a woman's innocence. Period. Again, non-believers, you know, if that's all you got and you, you're trying to, you know, you don't have a job at the time. Like, like if you come into the house and, again, I'm not going to treat you any different because, you know, you, you, you look different than me, so to speak. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to treat you different if that's all you got. Fine, but I'm gonna find a way to try to keep you covered. But that's with anybody. But you coming to the church with these ripped off jeans, you know, with these holes in them or whatever, shame on you. And I'm saying this for believers. Because, you know, you can't do what the world is doing. Even the Bible clearly talks about it. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't, don't conform to this word. And that's Romans 12, too. That's one of my favorite scriptures. So. I say I say that to say like if you, for for one K few to come out and say that's why people don't go to church. Well, if if you choosing to still still straddle the fence as far as being part of the world, and you want to still bring that to the church, you know, shame on you. Yeah, the church is a place where people who are sick to to get healing, to to better themselves. It's not a fashion show. So, shouldn't be drawing attention to yourself. Period. But at the same time, you, you, you're you not going to go into a job dressed any kind of way. If you have to wear a uniform or something like that, guess what? You're going to wear that uniform. But because, you know, they couldn't do a check, you know, you're going to comply. But if a church does it, it's an issue or this is why this don't happen. That's the case. So we shouldn't go to work because we don't want to wear our uniforms or we don't want to conform to what, what this what this job requires of us, right? So it is what it is. There probably have to be a part two for that. Get Steven's perspective. If he ever comes back from Florida. I'm teasing. So um Dwayne Haskins. Walks away. Um, his wife put her hands on him, and he walked away. And so, here's what bothers me. He didn't. He didn't strike back. He didn't do anything back. He just walked away, and his wife ended up in jail or whatever. And people are making fun of him for for not retaliating, for not seeking vengeance, like. 
a woman put his put his hands on him and we upset because she in jail and he not like for me that's a problem so i call my homeboy because you know he he watches more of espn first take than i do um and i and i asked him i said um i say hey did you hear anything about molly Karen on first take talking about the Dwayne Hansen situation he was like no not, not that I can remember and then he went on to tell me that um I believe it was Ray Rice the Ray, the Ray Rice situation how Stephen A. Smith it came out and said you know this goes for women too women keep your hands to yourself and they suspended him and I'm like hmm ESPN suspended Stephen A. Smith for for saying that women should keep their hands to themselves <laughs> it's very interesting but you know, this is why I only watch sports. I'm like, I only watch Sports Center now. Probably see highlights of, of a game or something that I miss. But you know, ESPN believe believe that um, a man named Bruce deserves the Courage Award because he wants to dress like a woman and still keep his um, his um, bronze medal. So, yeah. And this is probably why people are starting to watch Undisputed more with uh, Skip and Shannon. Who knows? Who knows? But Dwayne Haskins did the right thing, right? Because, you know, if a man hit a woman, oh, that man is a coward, did this and that. You know, but what is a woman called when she put her hands on the man and the man walks away? Well, I guess the man is still a coward too, right? Because he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't fight back. Like, no. That, that double standard is asinine. Like, it, it's, it's ridiculous, it's crazy, and no man should have to deal with a woman putting his hands on him. Period. For a woman, I'll say this to any woman, you decide, if you, if you decide, I don't care if you're part of the alphabet community or you're a straight woman, if you decide, the moment you decide to put your hands on a man, you really lost all respect from that man. And a man could be well within his right to to bless your game. Period. Now he walked away. And you probably say he's weak. He's soft. Cool. Call it what you want. I call it self-control. Because. You know. Some men may not be forgivable. To just. To just let it slide. Some men might bless your game. And then you're going to be like. He hit me. Well. Didn't you hit him first? Like, I, I tell my oldest daughter, Julina, all the time I said, keep your hands to yourself because you don't you don't get to respond. I mean, no, I say because you don't get to decide how that person responds or reacts to what you did to them. Like, so I I'm, have to start teaching Robin that too. Shoot, I, I mean, my, my son, Junior, I you know, he pops me, I pop him back to let him know, like, he get upset. I'm like, no. Because he's going to learn at a young age, keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, he's one. Oh, you shouldn't do that. I said, no. They got to learn at an early age. Just like they got to learn every some other things. Like, keep your hands to yourself. And you won't have this issue. That's it. Keep your hands to yourself. That's it. Keep your hands to yourself. Because, again, I'm going to say it again. I've said it before. You do not get to decide how a person responds or reacts to what you did to them. Now, this is not in my household, but if my wife put my put her hands on me, it, it it's smart enough for me. I'm smart enough to walk away. Cause 
I'm a big dude, so if I retaliate, you know, I'm looked at as an angry black man. Just saying. So, yeah, that's that. All right, Nick Cannon and his remarks about his seven children. Just be quick about this because I got to get into some relationship advice. Uh, got some more cards, y'all. Y'all should buy these relationship debates for your family. Oops, wrong way. Buy these relationship debates for your family. Uh, for couples, ask these questions. That be deal, could be deal breakers. For real, could be deal breakers. Um, so Nick Cannon came out and said, because I think he had four women pregnant in like a few months span, and he came out and said, the women I got pregnant, I got pregnant because they were supposed to get pregnant. The ones I didn't, the ones that didn't get pregnant because they weren't supposed to. Y'all have to excuse me. I'm trying to find out where they do that at. I understand Nick Cannon got a boatload of money. That's fine and dandy. You can provide for these kids. But you, you can't say that to somebody who, and I'm not saying for me because I don't fall into some of the stuff he says. I mean, he's still not that funny. But, you know, saying stuff like that is like, you know, you turning turning stuff over like where they do that at? I don't I don't even know where they do that at. Where do they do that at? Anyway, drink some water again because your boy probably been at this for about an hour now. I'm not sure. Anyway, all right. So got these cards. It's eight of them again. I'm gonna say this one for last. So I'm gonna say that one for the end too. Man, these are some some good questions, but I want to save them to the end before I get into them. So, but there's some real good questions. Some real good questions. All right, first questions. The text says, I had an amazing time yesterday. Flashes on your significant other's phone. They say it's from a cousin you've never met before. What happens next? Um, For me, if I was dating well i'm no i can use my situation if i'm married now um i would ask my wife like who who is this person right and and why haven't you know like gonna have a conversation about it but if i'm dating somebody like relationship is nine times out of ten likely over oh, just a cousin well let me meet him period if, if, if this is a cousin let me meet him and let me get to know him and let me let me see if it's really your cousin. Period. That was a probably pretty easy one, I think. Your significant other forgets your birthday. What happens next? Uh probably relationships over with. Even if I'm married. Like relationships over with. Like, how you forget my birthday? Like that like that's one that's one of the very few things you talk about. <laughs> In, in a relationship, like when you get involved with somebody, it's like their birthday. Like, yeah. The birthday. Like, like cause 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 you know, when you when you when you mention someone when you know, because usually what happens when you mention someone's birthday, they will they talk about your um um your sign, what sign you are. So when I tell people my birthday is June, they ooh, you a Gemini. Ooh, you one of them. Like all Geminis ain't bad people. You know, same thing can be said like, like, ugh, you're a Scorpio, ugh, you're a Leo, ugh, you're a Cancer. Sorry, 
my wife's a cancer, so uh, I, can't, I can't say that too loud. But she's one of the good ones. And my mother was a cancer. So, yeah. Um, but how you feel, how you forget the birthday? Can't do that. It's not cool. Relationship's over. If I'm up, like, if we're not married, relationship is over. Like, because that, that's just something you, you shouldn't forget. Like, I, now I understand if y'all just met and, like, it's casual. Like, y'all talk here and there and you mention your birthday. But if y'all are serious, y'all are serious, yeah. Relationship is over. Period. I don't care. Oops, I didn't read that one. Sorry. All right, your stepchild's parent calls you about back child support. They expect you to pay what's owed because you're the spouse. Would you? Why or why not? First off, let's let's break this down. So you're a father that's not taking care of your child. And you expect me as now the husband and now the head of the household and now the overseer of your child. Whether it's a boy or girl, to pay the child support because you two filthy and nasty that you can't pay. Yes, I went there. Um, for me, the only way, <laughs> the the only way, the only way that I will be cool with paying this, the child support. The only way. Is if I might if if he if he gives up his parental rights and I'm able to change your last name. Most men don't want to do that though. So no, it, it is it is not my responsibility because I wasn't the one who got this woman pregnant and had a baby before marriage, and now you don't want now you don't want to you now you want you no longer want to take on the responsibility that 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 you have because you was. Reckless with what you did. Call it what it is. So, no. Nope. Not doing it. Not doing it. Nope. Miss me with that. That This one is funny. Like, no. I sure wouldn't. It's not my job. It is your job. Because this is your child biologically. According, according to the law. According to the Constitution. <sighs> you're dating for about a year, but you have never been to your significant other's home. What does this mostly, what does this most likely mean? Well, let's look at it from two scenarios. And I'm going to look at it from my scenarios because I'm a Christian man and I'm single. Um, if it's been dating for about a year and you haven't been to my house, well, it's a reason why. And it's, and it's not because, oh, I'm hiding somebody else. It could be, I don't want to. I don't want to be in a place where I get vulnerable, and I slip, backslide, whatever you want to call it, because that can happen. You got a woman in your home, and can nobody tell you what not to do? Some guys fall into the trap. Shoot, some women fall into the trap. That doesn't mean she's she has another dude over there, or. Or that doesn't mean that I may have another woman. No, it's just you, you. You're not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. Now the other other side of the obvious is that that person could be have another woman there, or 
could have children. Like, I mean, it's, it's so many other things that could be going on. So can't just say, can't just say, oh, this person might have somebody other, or that, like I said, that person could be just like, I'm, I'm not ready to have anybody at my house. That's a valid reason. All right. Your significant other quits their job because they want to become a rapper. The mixtape is dropping next week, but so are the bills. Would you support them? Seeing as how my wife will never be a rapper, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, relation uh, to this, I mean, to each his own. But I will say this, though. If y'all living together, y'all are not married, that's a problem in itself. But no one wants to talk about that. No one wants to talk about um, if you should be, if you should be shacking, because shacking leads to to uh, you having all these babies and y'all not married because you want the benefits of a husband or a wife, but without the without the commitment or covenant of it. Don't make sense to me. Um, so I would probably support it, but I would be like, if you sound trash, I'm gonna let you know too. All right. You're married and your spouse tells you that they slept around while you were dating. Would this change anything? Please explain. Hmm. Um, it would change a lot. I, I believe that it would definitely change a lot because now you really can't be trusted. And why did it take this long for you to come out and say it? What else are you holding on to? It's a lot of that, you know, you got to take into a, to, to thinking about like, like what is this type of thing that's going on? So I believe it's, I wouldn't, I mean, and, and let me say this, this is not, my household's issue. We do not have any of these issues. So I'm going to just leave it at that. But I think that's, I think that's crazy. There's two left. Now these are two I want to save to the end. So rank these in order of importance. Mother, best friend, child, spouse. And I mean, a spouse who is not your child's parent. Hmm, well, it's pretty easy for me because my spouse always comes first. According to scripture, a man should leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife. So, spouse comes first. Spouse comes first. The spouse comes first. Matter if you're the man or the woman, the spouse comes first. And it's not saying that the, that the children are less important. No, the spouse comes first. Then the child, then the mother, then the best friend. That's usually, that's how that works. That's how it's supposed to work. The spouse, the child, the mother and best friend. That is rank of importance. Book it. I might post this on my live just, just to see people starts. I'm maybe trying to, because everybody's not going to watch this, so, or listen to it. So, I'm going to post this on my page and say, I'm going to say that, put that to the side. Last one. 
the last one, and then we're going to talk about these finals. All right. If your child comes home and says he or she is gay, what will your response be? Please explain. Well, my child came home and said she was gay. I'd be like, who told you? Like, I would ask questions like, who told you? What made you come to this assumption that that, that, that you are gay? Like, I want to know, like, like, how did you come to this thought? Like, what, what, what was the feeling? What is, you know, what is going on? Like, I'm not just going to believe that. Like, oh, you gay? Oh, no. Not my baby. No. No. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to ask questions like, like what, what, what made you decide that, that you were? Like, had you acted on anything as it pertains to it? Like, ask questions. Because not, not to say that I would be dumb to the questions. But, I mean, but I'm just like, I want to know. Like, who told you? Like who told you you were? Like, what 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 gave you the the again the assumption to believe that you were? Like, who told you? Like, what what made you? Like, what feeling? What gut? What what is it that made you say you was gay? Who knows? If you if, and if the answer is I don't know to any one of them, then they're really not, or they've been influenced by their friends because they see someone else doing something. And they feel like, well, they want to blend in. But you got to remind your children that you were you were born to stand out, not blend in. You was born to stand out. Period. So, all right. Time to talk about these finals. Finals. The Bucks and the Suns. Game six is tonight. Um, said on my Facebook page that if the Bucks are to win, it's going to be a blowout. Like the game is not going to be close. Because if the game is close, I believe Phoenix will pull it out. That's my take. I don't like. Like I believe it's going to be a blowout. Now, excuse me. Am I picking the Bucks to win? More than likely. Just got to see what happens. Now, I'm only picking the Bucks to win this game. Now, granted, like I said earlier, I would love to see a game seven, right? But um, the Bucks have snatched the strength of the Phoenix Suns. Iwi. So, um, what must what must each team do to win? Um, Milwaukee just gotta gotta. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And um, for Phoenix to win, they need their role players to step up and make sure DeAndre Aiden stays out of foul trouble. Um, you know, it sucks they don't have a Kawhi Leonard on their team to defend Giannis. But it happens. Everybody's not Kawhi Leonard or LeBron or KD. Um... Again, Zach Levine has entered safety protocol with COVID, um, but he didn't get on a plane to go to Tokyo yet. So they're going to run some more tests, and they're going to see if, you know, if he's good to go. So we just got to wait and see. All right, because I'm not talking about the Midwest division yet because the Bucks are still in. So we're going to see what they need to do probably next week. But I got the Southeast Division, the Hawks, the Heat, the Wizards, the Hornets, and the Magic. Um, what the Hawks need to do? Um, get rid of Clint Capella. Period. He's a liability, not an asset. Um, I think get some. 
Get some better shooters. Ooh, excuse me. Get some better shooters. Uh, the Miami Heat. I think they probably need to add a couple more play, a couple more pieces. And then Victor Oladipo got hurt. Like he seems to get hurt at the most inopportune time. Um, just gotta wait and see. See what goes from there. All right. Um, the Wizards. I said they they need they need some shooting. Well, actually, and they need some people that can play defense. I know Wes Unsell Jr., I think it's the coach now. And, um, yeah, they need some defense. Excuse me. I don't know why I'm yawning so much. It's like the third time in 10 minutes. Um, yeah, they need shooting defense. The Hornets, they need to get rid of Terry Rozier. He's not that good. Like, let, let um, Mellow Ball run the show and go from there. I think honestly, if he didn't, if he didn't get hurt, I think they would have been better. Um, the Magic, I don't even know who's on that roster that's worth keeping. Um, but they, they need a lot of help. That's about as easy as I can put it. All right, NFL news: Aaron Rodgers turns down a two-year extension. No surprise that he really wants out of Green Bay. He really wants out of Green Bay. I hope he gets out of there. Cam Akers. For the Rams is out for the 2021 season due to Achilles tear. Sucks. Oh, oh, I'm gonna save it for my final thought. I was thinking about something, but I'm gonna save it for my final thought. Um, yeah, Cam Akers out for the 2021 season due to the to the his Achilles tear. Mm. The Steelers add Melvin Ingram to re, to replace Bud Dupree. I think that might be actually a good fit with him and T.J. Watt. Just gotta wait and see. Michael Irvin is upset that the Cowboys ooh, excuse me, did not meet the vaccine, uh, vaccinated threshold. They got like 85% so they could relax, I guess, with the mask wearing and all the protocols and things like that. So training camp is starting in a couple of days. I think Pittsburgh and Dallas are starting first because they're playing in the Hall of Fame game. Can't wait. Football will be back real soon. Can't wait. MLB news. All right. So tonight, the Orioles are playing the Rays. But that's not why I'm mentioning the game. It's because for the first time, and it won't be the last time, I guarantee that, it's going to be an all-female broadcast tonight for the game. Melanie Newman is going to do the play-by-play. Sarah Lang is going to be the color analyst. Color analyst basically breaks down the plays. That's what that means. You know, when you see the net, the word color, you're thinking like, why got to be color involved? No, color analysts are people who break down the plays. Like when, like when you hear Jim Nance and Tony Romo calling football games, Tony Romo's breaking down the plays. That's what a color analyst is. Um, Alana Rizzo is be, will be the on-field reporter, and Heidi Watney and, Lor- and Lauren Gartner are going to be doing post-game coverage or the anchors or whatever you want to call it. Things will be good for baseball. Now, obviously, I won't be watching it because NBA Finals will be on. And that's more important because baseball, they play 162 games. It won't matter until October when the Dodgers are repeating. Yes, sir. All right. Um, trade buzz. Um, what players could potentially be getting traded? Um, trading deadline is always fun in baseball because you see some big-name players. Go to go to teams that are. Whew, excuse me. I apologize that I keep yawning. 
I'm not tired. Well, I'm tired, but I'm not like tired like I'm dragging. Uh, but it's big name players who could potentially get traded. Max Max Scherzer could be going to the Astros. That's the talk. Obviously, the Dodgers and the Yankees are always in the hunt for getting players. Um, Aaron Judge could potentially get traded. Come on, come to the uh, Dodgers. We'll, we'll we'll accept you. I promise. Even though we don't have a DH, but you know, put put Mookie at center, put you in right field, be good to go. And Chris Bryant, hmm. excuse me, um, that'll be interesting too. I mean, that that probably be some more players, but I know these were the name, big name players that I saw. Chris Bryant already has a ring. Max Scherzer already has a ring. Aaron Judge not there yet. Playoff one day. Boxing news. Um. Anthony Joshua and Alexander Yushik will fight September 25th. Could be interesting. We'll see. And the Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, part three is rebooked for October 9th. October 9th in Vegas. Yes, that'll be interesting. And some NCAA news. Um, The NCAA president. Made $2.9 million despite a drop in revenue during the NFL season. Tells me a whole lot that you don't want to pay these players, but you okay with making money off of these players. But, you know, it is what it is. So, final thought. Final thoughts, I should say. First one. Molly Karam. What happened to that 47%? that supports the NFL. Uh, is that 47% supporting Dwayne Haskins right now? I just want to know. I just want to know. I might put that on Twitter. I just want to know. Out of the 47%, are they in support of Dwayne Haskins not putting his hands on his wife? I just want to know. Help me. Help me, Molly. Since 47% of women... 47% of women or watch the NFL, so just like we support you, you support us? Come on now. Come on, Molly. We can't hear you. And then y'all want to suspend Stephen A. Smith because he said women should keep their hands to themselves? I would love to see you. No, I'm not going to say that. But I'm like, Molly, speak up. Talk that talk. Talk that talk. Because you was talking real reckless. Like, <laughs> like you know, Deshaun Watson was this horrible person. And, like, it's, it's still feels that teams, a couple of teams are still willing to trade for him. Like, so, and again, I also said of that 47%, how many of them have supported Deshaun Watson? That's probably half. So now you're at about 24%, 23%. Who knows? But yeah, Molly, can't hear you. Can't even hear you. Because you sure got this, oh, I'm a, I'm a feminism going on, but when a woman put her hands on a man, you sure is real quiet. Like, like, like men supposed to be okay with that. Yeah, still waiting on that. Also, so... I saw this post um, 
like basically like top five NBA players at their position of all time, so to speak. And the um the guy I went to school with said that that um I would take off John Stockton and put Jason Kidd in his place. And I'm like, people are sleeping on John Stockton, like John Stockton is just trash or something. Like he lead he is a career leader and all all time leader in steals and assists. And he said, shoot, if 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 Jason Kidd had Malone, he would be the same too. Well, it's not the same. Like, like it's a reason why John Stockton was on the dream team and not and not Isaiah Thomas. Like, come on. Like, and and honestly, honestly, if you really look at it, look at their stats between Isaiah Thomas and John Stockton, they're almost the same. Maybe a couple of points here or there, but John Stockton, like. That that dude gave every point guard the business because you know why he was always the smartest player on the court. You ain't got to be the most athletic, because clearly he wasn't. And they killed teams with the oldest play in the book, the pick and roll. Can't stop it. You know what's coming, but you can't stop it. You see it coming. You see it happening. Oh, but you still can't stop it. And then you then you're gonna say that Jason Kidd now and this is no knock on Jason Kidd. Because that's but well, that's why he's number two to John Stockton. Like, come on. Stop. And and look, John Stockton white, Jason Kidd black. I get it. Right? But John Stockton was a monster. Like he like he was part of the best draft class. And you're going to tell me that, oh, because he ain't Jason Kidd? Jason Kidd is 6'4", 6'5". John Stockton is 6'1". Like, come on. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Obviously, the top five shooting guards, you know, I think Jordan, Kobe, D-Wade, small forwards was like Larry Bird, um... Kevin Durant, LeBron, Paul Forbes was Tim Duncan, KG. I think Bill Russell was on there too. Like, and centers were um, Elijah Wan, Shaq, Wilt, Kareem. Like, and just top five. But I'm like, like, you can't discredit what John Stockton did. Like, we're just going to overlook the fact that he's an all-time leader in steals and assists. Because he, he was a pure point guard. And you can't stop him. <sighs> anyway, this your boy, Daedrian. And this is the Unfiltered Sportsman Podcast. Steven, uh, don't know when you're coming back. But you better bring me a souvenir back, my brother. And that's all I got until next time. Peace.